1: is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm Steve Perhead, joined as always by Dusty Evely, Sarah Kelleher, and the Packers have a quarterback. Thank God. How's everybody doing? Sarah, Dusty, what's going on with you guys? Florida? How's uh, Florida doing for you, Sarah?
2: I mean, I'm great. Florida <laughs> is hot as usual, but I'm just happy that this is finally over over we've talked about it all summer long since you know we came back after draft season and it is just so glad to finally have some answers now to finally talk about the Green Bay Packers and it not be the same thing over and over again so I'm doing great I'm very excited it has felt like this has just been a long time coming you know all three of us have really been on the podcast this whole time saying yeah he's probably going to come back and Rodgers is probably going to work it out at least for another year, and that was the case. So that's great. Devonte Adams is good coming back. Everything is falling into place, and I think it's best case scenario for the Packers. So I'm as a Packers fan and a follower of the team, I'm thrilled.
3: Yeah, and I think last week. I mean, granted, this is not not anything new. This is something that a lot of people were saying. other this whole thing. But last week, we were very much in listen man i just want it to be over like one way or another i don't particularly care how it ends i just want it to end and, and this week we actually have answers he rogers has shown up you know obviously there's still some unanswered stuff here but uh that that big question that's been looming over everyone's head uh for you know the entire off season especially you know this past week as leading up to training camp is he gonna show up is he gonna show up he showed up that's awesome there's still a lot of unknowns but uh but yeah so it's it's Today was uh today was the best day to be a Packers fan in a very long time because you've got we feel like there's a little bit of certainty now. So I'm I'm doing great, man. It's ridiculously hot here in Kentucky, but uh it doesn't matter because, you know, spirits are high. Spirits are high.
1: And uh on top of that, it looks like Randall Cobb is gonna be joining the Packers. It's not official. Um, it's but-
2: Randall Cobb again. <laughs>
1: Oh, that video gets me every time. I watched it like on repeat for a good five minutes a day. Thank you, Twitter, for that. That was just outstanding. And you got to feel bad for that kid because you know he's internet famous and he's now an adult at this point. And, uh, uh, but I still love it. It's gold. I watch it every single time I see it on Twitter. Uh, but yes, it is Randall tie- Randall Cobb time again. Uh, Dusty, how are you feeling? Maybe I need I need you to convince me a little because I know <laughs> you're super excited. I'm a little on the fence if they need to be overpaying to bring Randall Cobb back when they just drafted somebody who's faster than him that does a lot of the same stuff. Hey, can you convince me that this is a really good idea? I'm. I mean, yeah. First of all, personally, I'm over
3: the moon for all the reasons everyone already knows. You know, graduated from UK. I know, I know people who are good friends with him. Like, just seems like a really good dude, and I just, I, I loved him as a Packer, and I really like him as a person. So I'm excited to have him back. But I mean, I think the move just from a football sense, to me, this was one of those. I mean, Steve, that was kind of one of those. When, when I heard rumors, I was like. Boy, it'd be nice to have him back because I love Randall Cobb, but does this actually make sense for them? Does this make sense for the offense? And I think it does. I mean, you know, obviously you worry about a guy, I think he's going to be 31 when the season starts, um, who's had some injury history in the past. Uh, but, I mean, his game was never about top-end speed. It was about uh, short-burst quickness, and I, he's still still got that. If you watched any of his games last year, he still do that elite blocker. And that's, I mean, there's a couple things that, that, that really sell me on this. A very good blocker, still a very good blocker, which in the floor system... Is huge. You you look at someone like Lazard, who is a good receiver, but one of his main values is is his willingness and his ability to block. They don't really have a whole lot of guys that do that. I mean, you know, Adams will do it, but Adams is not you know amazing at it. EQ is never that great. MBS is not that great, but Lazard can. And that helps sell so much I mean you look at the i mean the, the play I always pull out is that that touchdown of his against the Rams in the playoffs this past year that was set up specifically because lazard could could uh could block down on that edge so much and they had to respect that and once they start respecting that, he releases and releases up field he's wide open so you get i mean it opens up run concepts it also runs up you know. Some of some of the stuff that the floor wants to do, you dress up uh, past concepts like run concepts and all of that. So I think Cobb really does a really good job of selling that stuff just based on his ability. He's not going to be a game breaker. He's going to be a guy that that's you know probably going to pick you up you know five to seven yards a pop or something. You know maybe twenty if you're lucky. He's not he doesn't have a ton of breakaway speed. He knows how to get open, and he knows how to get open in the scramble drill stuff. He you know he's got that still got that connection with Rogers, and that's the not as big a part of the game this uh, this past year as it had been, just as Rogers functions a little more within the system. But there's still times that you need that. So and that's that's some of it. I mean the other thing is, you know, I'm I've talked about my deep, deep love of Amari, of Amari Rodgers. But I mean realistically you've talked about this before receivers typically don't come in from day one and 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 contribute right away and that's especially true of third round receivers it was likely that Amari Rogers was going to get some touches he was going to you know see time and the jet sweep roll and I still think he's going to do that but he was never going to be a major contributor this year I think he would see the field and do some things but it's not like he was going to step out the gate and be amazing I think with Cobb and with Cobb's deal the money is still that's I mean that's one of the reasons that the deal hasn't happened yet is I think he's got basically eight and a quarter million fully guaranteed this year and the Packers don't have the space but that's pretty much It's essentially a one-year deal for Cobb. Amari Rogers and Cobb have ties going back. Cobb was coached at UK by T. Martin, who is Amari Rogers' father. And Amari Rogers has said like he's basically like he, he's almost like you know an older brother to him, giving him tips on how to improve his game along the way. Like he has a lot of respect for Cobb, so I think beyond what Cobb can give you on the field this year with some of that that blocking and opening some stuff up schematically that maybe they couldn't have done before. I view the Cobb thing as like a a replacement for EQ. I think he does a lot of things EQ does, but the blocking game is better, obviously. On top of that stuff, you also have a year of your third-round pick that they think very, very highly of and could be a big contributor on the road. He gets to not necessarily just sit behind Cobb and learn from him, but you do get some of that mentorship relationship there. Rodgers may see the field about as much as he's going to anyway, but he's also going to have Cobb in his ear. He's going to be able to pick Cobb's brain about the specifics of this offense. And that's setting up Amari Rodgers for success down the road as well. And so I mean I think the money, you know, the money's obviously concerning. The injury history is concerning. But I think based on what Cobb can bring to this offense, based on his skill set and how he can set up Amari Rodgers down the road, I'm I'm positively over the moon. You know, aside from the personal side. I think it'd be a smart football move to have him back
1: as well. Sarah, do you have anything to add to that 17 hour uh, essay that just, you, you knew, just, uh, well, you asked me it oh, yeah, was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen.
2: Yeah. I mean, I won't get into the specifics because dusty handled that, but <laughs> I, I, I think it's cool. I mean, as someone who loved Randall Cobb when he was he used to be a Packer, it's kind of exciting that they're exploring options to, to bring him back. And, you know he's obviously someone that aaron Rodgers has always cared deeply about there's that photo of them that everyone was reposting the last couple of days hugging you know that um before Cobb's last game in green bay so hey if that's if they're able to work out a good deal that doesn't you know damage the cap too much and Rodgers is happy and you know that's something that can allow him to stay then and be happy and produce still then great um I'm excited. And then, you know, I love Randall Cobb. So yeah, if he's going to be a Packer, that's awesome. And I think, you know, like you said, Dusty, I don't think he's going to be producing and putting up crazy numbers, but he has a lot of experience. He can be a great mentor to Amari Rogers. And then he'll be able to at least, you know, be there in some sticky situations, maybe come up with some yards if they need it. And I think, It also just allows – he's another piece that now Matt LaFleur can work with um, in this offense and get creative with. So that's definitely exciting.
1: Yeah, I mean, initial thought was like, okay, another weapon for Rodgers. That's a good thing. But I also then was on Twitter and saw somebody say, man, if if they're getting 2014 uh, Randall Cobb, that's just going to be amazing. And I was like, what? (laughs) It's it's seven years ago, man. No, (laughs) they're not getting 2020 – they're not getting 2014 Randall Cobb. Like – if you're expecting that, you're just gonna be disappointed no matter what. It'll be interesting. I don't know. Again, like I I've told these guys before it started, like, ah, I'm not really sold on it. I guess if this is what Aaron Rodgers wants, hopefully he'll move some money around to make that happen if that's what he really needs to have happen. But we'll see. I mean, it can't be it's not it shouldn't be a bad thing, but I'm not I'm not in love with it, so with Aaron Rodgers coming back, guys, that means that the Green Bay Packers have cut two—count them, two quarterbacks. That was Blake Bortles, no longer here, as well as some dude, uh, quarterback number five. That's what we'll call it. No, it's uh, Jake Dogla, uh, Dogla, whatever it was. But uh, did not last super long, and we kind of figured this was the writing was on the wall. If Rodgers was coming back, they didn't really have the need for Bortles because you don't want to—you don't want to have your first-round pick fighting with Blake Bortles to win the second uh second spot on the the depth chart. So I think that was kind of a wise move just to to let Bortle in a in a nice move for the Packers too just because they're they're going to let Bortles stick somewhere else where you're not cutting him at the end of training camp, he's going to have a hard time finding a job. This way it was kind of a, a good move for him, but no real surprises there um any any notes that you guys had?
2: the boat era is officially over in green bay
1: Uh, yeah the ucf connection sorry bud
2: yeah whatever though you know it it, i'm sad but like you said now that rogers is back and there's a whole group of quarterbacks now it i'd rather him have the opportunity to at least try to get on the field somewhere else and that's just probably not going to be the case in green bay so as a ucf alum and fan and supporter i hope the best for him and i'm not sure the best was in green bay so hope he finds it somewhere else
3: yeah obviously sucks for those dudes i'm 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 thrilled that Bankert is still around i just i think along with everyone else i just i love kurt Bankert. so ultimately like he either isn't making the cut or he's a practice squad guy at best i would assume but i'm i'm just glad he's uh he's going to be in the green and gold for a little bit longer because he seems like a genuinely good dude so that's he's the people's
2: quarterback
1: he is he really is He's the practice squad quarterback. <laughs> it's the same thing, Steve. <laughs> okay, so now that everybody is reporting to camp, uh, we do have the first non-football injury list per the transaction wire for the Packers, and that is Darius Smith, Kevin King, Kingsley Kiki, Will Redmond, Henry Black, and Tippa Galea. So... Only big thing that jumped out to me was that Kevin King was on this list, hopefully giving Eric Stokes a lot of reps right away. Uh, Any other things that jumped out to you, Sarah?
2: Yeah, I mean, the Zedarius Smith thing was a little, I don't want to say surprising, but that definitely made me stop and look and think, hmm. Um, But I don't think it's anything super serious. Unless I missed something, I didn't see a lot of information about the why behind that, but... You know, obviously he's an important piece, and I think especially with some of the new rookies on defense, he's a guy that they really should want to learn from, and um, his presence there um, is definitely felt. So the fact that he's not going to be there um, or not able to practice is, I don't want to say it worries me, but I'm like, oh, I wish he could be there, especially for some of the younger guys and just for the defense in general, especially with a new defensive coordinator, because he really is a big time leader and, you know, someone that has takes on that role, but Hey, maybe it gives someone else the opportunity to kind of step up and do it as well. So we'll see.
3: Yeah. And mine is just, it's basically a smaller scale version of what you talked about, Steve. It's uh, it's the safeties. I and mean, we've talked about safety depth before it's, it's Savage and it's uh, it's Amos. And then it's, uh, I don't know, who knows, you know, I don't know who's going to step up out of that group. And so, you know, two of those guys, I know Redmond got quite a bit of time last year and was not an, exactly inspiring and black was a guy that kind of had an eye on, but this gives more reps to Vernon Scott. I liked what we saw out of Vernon Scott last year. Uh, and, and you know potentially with you know maybe Savage moving down a little bit, maybe doing some slot work. That's that's the potential of having three safety alignments getting scott in there a, a, you know some more reps with those two guys out especially got like redmond who i i mean i presumed was going to be kind of the third guy out there uh i think is uh is, is kind of good to kind of see what he can do he's you know young i think a seventh round pick at a tcu a couple years back so he's a guy that that i think you know hopefully he could take a jump this year and and extra early reps uh maybe that'll help him maybe it'll mean nothing but it's it's you know maybe he'll get a few more reps out there to see what he can do
1: all right, we also found out that it uh, looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to be doing the Pat McAfee show on Tuesdays again. So let's uh, just get your initial reactions. I think it's it's going to be great. I always love the swearing coming out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth and and everything. But uh, should mean that we'll have a lot of content to talk about as well besides Packers stuff, like Packers normal stuff. We'll have the, uh, the quotes from the show. But, Dusty, what's your uh, thought on that? Yeah, I mean, last
3: year was super interesting. And we talked about it a bunch, you know during the season last year obviously like just getting to see a side of him we don't normally see and especially i mean an off season where we didn't hear from him at all and i'm very curious what he has to say in a whole bunch of stuff you know who knows how honest he will be on some of that but being able to hear from him uh, on a weekly basis in a more informal setting uh, i don't know I've, i felt like i you know i like you get to know him a little bit better or kind of uh I get to see his personality. We talked about that a bunch, his personality and sense of humor. So I'm I'm all in favor. He, he seems like he lets his hair down a little bit more on that show. So I'm, I'm I'm, excited for another year of it.
4: If you love listening to us here on the Pack-A-Day podcast, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? Let me tell you, there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for their initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about your favorite team, then make your voice heard and hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited. So get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box in the episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com slash join.
2: Yeah. I mean, Number one, selfishly, this is great news for us because (laughs) we had so much fun last season. Every Tuesday, we would go, we would listen, and then we'd talk about it, break it down, and you'd always learn something new. Um, So it was great for us to talk about. And you know, personally too, like you said, he was a little more open and honest about what was going on. So it was a lot of fun and I'm excited that that'll be a part of our season again and our coverage this year. Um, but I think it's great. I also think he's very transparent on that show. So we might get some more answers. You know, he's speaking to the media tomorrow after the first day of practice, or I guess today, sorry, excuse me, recording this today before, speaking to the media today after practice. But I think he's going to be pretty professional. You know, he'll, he'll say what he needs to say. We might, we'll definitely get more answers than we have since we've had no answers up to up until this point. But I think, you know, throughout the season, we'll probably learn more about what went down this summer on the Pat McAfee show. Pat and the boys will get those answers out of him. Um, So I'm excited about that because that's really what a lot of us have been wondering. What the hell happened this summer? Um, And I think on the Pat McAfee show, we'll get a little more insight into that.
1: Yeah, and Sarah just alluded to the fact that uh, tomorrow slash today, when you guys are listening, is it's going to be a big day. We have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams scheduled to talk to the press, so uh, that is going to be like a fireworks show because I, I've seen multiple people tweeting about it, and I even see I saw I think Jason Wilde of like people are saying like. You have, like, the, the Packers beat reporters have a responsibility to ask tough questions to Aaron Rodgers. And he and Willie actually legit said, what questions do you want to know? Or, like, what questions do you want to ask? He's like, I'm not trying to be snarky. I want to know what questions you want answered. Right. And uh, I saw multiple, multiple uh, reporters kind of going along those lines. So I think that's – hopefully should be some, some really cool stuff. We'll get some answers. There should also be Matt LaFleur and – Adrian Amos should be talking as well. So it should be really good. Like, lots of content. Like, this is going to be fun, guys. We, we've dealt with a whole off-season of drama, and now we actually are getting into some football stuff. We're getting into, like, and some answers. It's kind of one of those things, like, during the summertime when you – there's a cliffhanger from your favorite show that happened <laughs> in May, and then you just – everybody has their their conspiracy theories of what happened, and then it, it, it was just nonstop. And then all of a sudden, September hits, and you're like, ooh. New episodes. I get to find out the answers. It's so much fun. So hopefully that'll start happening for us. But uh, yeah, that's gonna do it. We're gonna kind of jump into some fan questions here from Twitter and uh, go along those lines. There's some Randall Cobb stuff. There's uh, a little bit, of, a little bit of everything. But uh, we're to start off with a fun one with uh, one of Sarah's friends, Christian Simmons. How can you stand behind a front office that would release Blake Bortles? <laughs> I mean, he didn't put a question mark behind it, so I kind of am judging him a little bit. But it's Twitter, so I'll let that part go. But uh, Sarah, we'll just let you handle this one since you are the UCF grad.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
2: They're doing what's best for his future. <laughs> so,
5: they're
3: not, they're and, not putting him out to the pasture. They're doing what's best for him.
2: <laughs> in in my opinion, the Packers are helping Blake Bortles because they're allowing him to go somewhere else and actually have a chance. There we go. At least that's, that's what fair. I'm telling myself.
1: That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. All right, next we got Matt Pickett. In a day of brilliant memes on Twitter, which one was your favorite? Dusty, what's what was your favorite one? Oh man, there were so many, just so many incredible ones. I you know
3: wish I had time to name them all. Obviously, I'm gonna go just the the time it took and the execution and even a last minute switch that went into this one. I'm gonna go with. Um, Aaron Alice uh, did one for Game on Wisconsin, where she took the big, the big battle in Infinity War, where all the stuff's busting through in Wakanda, and all the heroes are there, and everything, and it's you know Florio and uh, and and uh, Shefter rolling up like the bad guys, and then, you know you got Bakhtiari's face and i think bakhtiari's face was on uh, uh hulk in the in the hulkbuster armor and all of that and it's yeah, everything's like kind of knocking them around and everything's going very poorly for all the packers and then aaron Rodgers shows up as thor and just goes nuts just tremendous and, and the first the first cut it was uh it was rogers Devonte, and then uh Tunyon on the on the head of rocket which absolutely killed me because tanyan's at like <laughs> knee level of rogers uh She's since updated and put Cobb on there, but the execution of that was was tremendous. She's got some of the stuff that's knocking them over were uh, were like were tweets from Schefter and stuff like that, and from Pro Football Talk. Really, just tremendous execution and just absolutely killed me. So I'm gonna go again. It was it was kind of I had a close one and two. I think Sarah's taken by two, um, but I think that's that's my number one there.
2: Yeah, I mean that one was tremendous. I quote tweeted it and said this is art in all caps. So <laughs> um, and there were so many, but. I, I think my number one has to be the f- uh, Key and Peel skit that is, yep. like, supposed to be an Obama parody and the one where he's meeting everyone and shaking hands. And Darrier, is that how you say his name?
3: I believe so, yeah.
2: Okay. He posted this, um, and it's – I think it has over 10,000 likes now. Um, and I laughed at this so hard just because every mm-hmm. single name, you know – nice to meet you nice to meet you oh come here you know <laughs> um like it was just so accurate and so funny and it, it was kind of like in my mind the perfect summary of this summer and uh, leading up to this very moment in time and everything that went down so those two excellent among many others
1: yeah i think those were my top two i mean i was as i said earlier i was watching all the the randall cobb stuff with the kid from chicago like that gets me every time and even (laughs) though it's not even a meme it was just they, they were spliced it to like 30 seconds so it legit it was just on repeat and i was dying laughing the whole time
3: I will say I'm gonna throw one more out there, I'm gonna throw my honorable mention out there, which was from Samich. I, I she one of my all time favorite follows on the site, and she did the the Cobb jersey swap. And normally people will do that and it's the joke and it's oh it's look, it's Cobb. It's I did it, I worked, did all this work, and just it's the old picture of him. She took an old picture of him and kept the helmet and the and the the, the pants the same and then did a really bad pixel art of the jersey that mm. just i there was something and those always kill me, like the, the cheap, terrible um, you know, MS paint jobs but there's something about the way she kept the helmet and the, and the pants that I don't know that the, that Jersey swap just absolutely floored me. So uh, big honorable mention
1: to, uh, to Sam there on that. A uh, different Sam, Sam Holman wants to know now that Cobb is likely coming back. What Packers player from the last decade would you want to put on the 2021 team, regardless of how realistic it is? Sarah, we'll start with you.
2: Yeah. I mean, Charles Woodson, like why not? <laughs> why the hell not um also definitely could you think you think
1: he could still be playing right now
2: well i don't know i didn't i didn't think of it like that i just thought of it he's the question was any player so i'm just putting any player on the packers current roster so that was that was my thought i mean if they have to be healthy and could act and could make the team and be in shape than any of the guys that just left. Jamal Williams, Corey <laughs> Lindsey, like, they would all be great. Hey,
1: stop stealing my answer, man. <laughs> what the hell? Anyway, Dusty, go ahead. and no, Sarah gave my answer away. I'm going to go with a guy
3: that, uh, you know, played you know played in the past decade. And we talked about him last week. Dude just fell off the map, man. Like, you know, he took a sabbatical from football. No one's heard from him. No one's seen him. I have no idea what he looks like now. But, man, we need some help on the defensive line. And, I, and BJ Raji's got a number of years – rest in his body I feel like uh, I feel like Raji could just show up out of nowhere and uh and be in football shape you know that's probably incorrect that probably would not happen but in my mind Raji's just sitting out there and he's like you know now's the time now's the time I'm ready I've been training for five years I'm good to go so so for me it's it's BJ Raji with uh with five to six years of rest kind of go into the season
1: here and I was trying to be funny and saying Corey Lindsley but uh Sarah ruined that for us already <laughs> so there you go there's my answer Corey All right. We've got, I think, one more question. We had, Dusty, you had one sent in to you. Mm -hmm. Um, That was basically the same question that we just got from Sam, but they also included an obligatory food question, and that was, what is the best dip combo? So, uh, you know, as we do, we didn't get any other food questions, so I had to include this as our last one.
3: Yeah, I didn't know. As far as like uh, dip combo, I have I have no idea. I guess because I think of dip and like what are you dipping into it? I don't know chips probably. I don't know. So I want you know dip that you make a buffalo chicken dip. Man, I've never had a bad buffalo chicken dip. I could eat buffalo chicken dip with a spoon. Like just mm. dipping something in that's a plus. But I it's it's like and that's this is just like past probably three years for me or something. I found out about this. Uh, so yeah, I'll go buffalo chicken dip.
1: It goes right to your heart. It sure, sure does.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, but it's a good one. That's for sure. It's um, mine Um, is spinach and artichoke dip. Spinach and artichoke dip with either chips or like warm pitas. Those are always great. Anytime it's on a menu as an appetizer at a restaurant, like 90% chance I will order it, especially if I'm with my boyfriend. That's like our go-to thing and we get it every time
1: and i was gonna go my favorite dip is guacamole like it's just as long as it's made well then it's it's really good and you know just been we've been doing it a lot just kind of plain and simple just do salt lime avocado and, and keep it as simple as that sometimes some cilantro sometimes a little onion but if you get that with like a good chip man that's just outstanding hard to beat hard to beat um we did just get one last second question so i don't know if you guys want to do it off the cuff or not let's do it man all right this is from eric rose uh and he wants to know based on your newfound legal expertise from <laughs> from last week uh, what would you ask Aaron Rodgers if you had him on the stand and under oath
2: oh that's a good question
1: as a lawyer I
3: would, I would use his hand was on the Bible. What, what the hell, dude? And that, (laughs) that would be my question. I mean, it'd be probably be something straightforward. Like, what was, what was this about? I, I, I need the rundown. And you tell me, correct or incorrect? This is why you, this is why you did not show up. And then you just, you fire a bunch of different scenarios at him. I think that, I think that's probably what ended up doing.
2: That's good. I think I would say, what exactly is it that you want from the Packers? in order to stay? Because we've heard so many different things. There were things on one side that, like, people were saying, oh, Rogers is not going to come back unless Goody is fired, unless he's gone. Then there are other people that were just saying that he just wants to have more say in personnel decisions. It's not about money, but is it about, you know, we don't know. So I would say, what exactly is it that you want, or what could the Packers give you for you to be happy and content with finishing your career there? That's what I'd ask.
1: All very, very good questions. I think people all want to know the answer to that, but I've got the one that's pressing on everybody's mind. Garen, what happened with Danica? <laughs> 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 and that does it for questions. Objection. <laughs> Objection. <Yeah>. <laughs> Over- <laughs> hey, good Lord, you didn't learn this last time? You're the lawyer, not the judge. Overruled. <laughs> The jury should
2: needs to throw that out. They should not take that into consideration.
1: I'm allowed to ask whatever question I want. I'm
3: a lawyer. Now you were the judge. I don't think the judge gets to ask any questions.
1: God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Eric told me I get to ask a question. <laughs> All right, well, that'll do it for questions. Thank you guys, as always, for uh, your participation on Twitter. Make sure you're following us um, at Dusty Evely, at Sarah Kelleher, 4 at Steve Perhatch, at Packaday Podcast. Uh, I, I love all the interaction, so thanks. Keep that, keep that up, guys. Always appreciate it. But it's uh, time for some closing thoughts, so Sarah, start us off.
2: Yeah, I'm just enjoy it, guys. We've been waiting all summer to finally be at this point, and it's unreal that today when you're listening to this, that we're finally heading into the first practice of training camp, that Aaron Rodgers is actually there. And, you know, now who would have have thought that Cobb is probably going to be on the Packers (laughs) again? So, you know, a lot lot of talk about if this is the last dance. Is this it for Rodgers? Is this it for Adams? All I'm saying is just enjoy it. You know, this year is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, The Packers have a legitimate chance at being Super Bowl contenders again. Um, they had a good draft, a lot of good players coming back, and it's going to be a great year. So let's have fun with it. We've been waiting for this moment all year. The BS is finally done, or at least for the most part, or it's on hold at least until next summer. I don't know. But right now and into the season, it it's go time. So can't wait. Super excited. Um, and I hope you guys, you know, thank you for sticking with us through this insane off season, and even on the days where there was nothing else to talk about but this weird Aaron Rodgers saga thank you guys for listening through that and glad that we'll be able to bring you new and refreshing content every single week pretty much until the Packers win the Super Bowl there we go
3: boom yeah and for me I was planning on having um a piece up this week over on she said tv today on the Packers use of uh mesh last year uh but just due to different factors that's going to come out next week instead so I'm, i don't have anything coming out this week so i mean most of what i'm going to say it's it's echoing what sarah just said just enjoy it and I, listen i'm not telling anyone how to be a fan there are you know think of like i'm not taking a shot at anybody and like you know the ken angles does really good work i've been following him through all this stuff it's been really really interesting but you as a fan you don't have to care about what the packers cap looks like in 2022 like sarah said we've just been through a very strange off season. We don't know how much longer this core is left together. This might be the last year with Aaron Rodgers. Enjoy this. Whatever the cap situation looks like in 2022, that doesn't matter now. There's no reason to worry about that now. Just we've got tomorrow, today training camp starts. We've got actual like practice football to talk about. We're going to have highlights or we're going to have people kind of talking about it. We're going to have a whole bunch of updates on it. And then we've got, you know, a preseason game in what, like a month or something. Less I can't remember. It's less than a month, I think, at this point. Like, listen, football is about here. It's almost here. We've got football things to talk about. This season, hopefully, is going to be a lot of fun. Just let the people in the front office worry about, what happens after this? What happens past 2021? I, it's not my concern. I don't particularly care. I'm just in it to enjoy it. Again, if that's how you want to be a fan, you're more than welcome to. Just know that, like, you don't have to say, well, you know, how's this impact 2022? It doesn't matter right now. For you personally, it probably doesn't matter. Enjoy what we have because uh, because who knows who knows what happens after this. This is uh, it's going to be a good run, I think.
1: And I just wanted to add, too. I just realized uh, Kunst is actually speaking at 830 in the morning. Hmm. So it'll be Goody, LaFleur, then practice, and then after practice the players will speak. So, I mean, it's going to be a full day of just quotes coming left and right and then – you know how high J.K. Scott punted it, and then quotes from Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and everything. So Eric Stokes a- had three interceptions, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Aaron Aaron Rodgers came back. Eric Stokes picked him off a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers should have retired. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just I'm just writing Florio's articles for <laughs> him at be this a good point. Day. It's just it's gonna be fun. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, besides uh, besides that stuff on Goody, my only closing thought is um, try to be nice to people, like. Y- I've seen so many people, Packers fans, talking about "I've got receipts, I've got receipts." They're coming out. I'm calling out all the people that were making fun of Aaron Rodgers and Packers fans. Like, man, be cool. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't be that guy. Like Aaron Rodgers. Like they, everybody just said, Aaron Rodgers is back. He's gonna be playing for the Packers in 2021. That's enough. You don't need to go after and start drama and start all this craziness. Enjoy the fact that that he's back. That Randall Cobb's most likely coming back. It's gonna be a fun season. So enjoy it, embrace it, and don't and don't go after the don't go after the haters. Like ha- have a little bit of fun with it. So take a deep breath. Don't hit send, and uh, yeah. But. Appreciate everything you guys do uh, on Twitter, following us, like commenting, getting back with us. We love it. Uh, We will be back next week. Even better content to talk about, practices, training camps, all that good stuff. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll catch you next week. And as always, go Pack Go!